Hey guys, welcome back, In Balance Podcast Radio, Season 2, Episode 3. I'm going to go ahead and start this off in prayer. Lord, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for putting breath in our lungs, for giving us another day to serve you. Father God, I just want to lift up everybody listening to this episode today. I just want to to give them to you, Lord. I want to lift them up in whatever ailments that they have going on right now, Lord, whatever, whatever anxieties, whatever fears, whatever, whatever things are, are harming them in any way, Lord, right now, Lord, I pray that you just give them the strength to seek you in all of this, Lord. Lord, I want to thank you for taking everything that is of me out of these episodes. Please do not allow anything of my flesh to be a part of this Holy Spirit. We ask you to come and to envelop this whole area and to speak and to make me the mouthpiece that I know that you have me here to be. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, you guys. You know what? It's been a while since I've done any kind of episode. Um, with that being said, I just I don't like to force things. Um, I felt led to go ahead and record today based on things that are going on recently, uh, conversations that I've had, arguments that I've been in, uh, things that have created somewhat of a discord, uh, and that that's what this whole episode is really going to be about. Um, we're going to start off first off by by just getting into this and and letting you guys know that it is okay to have a differing opinion from from everybody around you. It is okay to to stick up for what you believe. But one thing that is not okay, especially as followers of Christ, is if we choose that winning an argument is more important than 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 having a soul for Christ, than than winning a soul for Christ. So, if you win an argument, but within winning that argument, you actually lose a soul because of the way that you approached it, because you approached it in flesh. You really didn't win that. This is something I'm convicted of, you guys. I will never come on any kind of episode and and tell you guys or say anything that I don't personally deal with. It's just... It's not something that that God wants me to do here, okay? I am nothing but the mouthpiece. You guys always know within these episodes when the Holy Spirit takes over and I just I I allow it to happen because that is what I'm here for in the first place. Now, the whole purpose of season 2 episode 3 is is to teach you a little bit about concealing and carrying. Now, I'm not talking about your firearms, but that is important as well, but that that is not what this is about. This is nothing political. We have a choice between concealing and carrying two very different things. We can conceal and carry the truth that we stand on in the word of God. Or we can conceal and carry what the world tells us. What we feel that we need to get out in the world in order to make it seem like we are right. In order to get that little bit of, I don't know, that that, that little bit of satisfaction in knowing that, you know what, we won that argument. But like I said in the beginning, what good is winning an argument if you lose a soul? You guys, this whole thing is based on everything going around right now. We have a quote-unquote pandemic that people are just just running around in fear. 
You know, a lot of the things that you see on my Facebook and otherwise are pertaining to um, the the recent mask mandate, things that are going on with that, and and the 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 truth that we see behind that. But other people see it as a different way, and you know, other people have differing views, and that's fine. There's always going to be discord in some way, shape, or form. Now we can choose to respond in further discord to win an argument. We can be silent or we can stand on the truth and let God speak through us to get the actual truth. And that is the single most important thing that we need to realize is that as followers of Christ, we encompass the truth. The word is God. It became flesh. The word was and is God. You have it in you. I had a conversation with my brother the other day where I told him that there was there was certain conversations that I would have with people and I would bring up biblical truths that I haven't even physically read. Now tell me how is that? Is it, it is because it is ingrained within our very being when the old man dies and the new creation begins, we are reflections of Christ. Christ is within us. So we are bound in the truth. We are literally together with the truth. We are the light and the love and the salt of the earth. We are the body of Christ. We are the hands and feet and everything in between. And for some reason, the body right now is so silent. In such a prevalent evil time, the body is so silent. And you even see parts of the body arguing with each other. You see the head arguing with the foot. You see the hand arguing with the knee. You see the mouth arguing with the eyes. You see that we're in such discord over what? Over over what we feel is best based on possible watered down versions of the gospel that we've heard. Or maybe we just want to be right so badly that we just say whatever it is we need to say, whether logical or otherwise, to win an argument. That's not right. And another thing that we have to understand is when you conceal the word of truth, when you conceal the word of God in your heart, in your mind, in your soul, and you make that become your strength, you are the light. Christ is the light within you. You are the beacon of truth. We are the beacons. We are the lamps on top of the hill lighting the way. So why would we dim ourselves out to win an argument? Why would we dim ourselves out and and take the light off of the path where it needs to be so someone else stumbles? Just so we can be in a place where, yeah, I'm right. Yeah, I did it. Yes, I won. So we can choose to conceal and carry the word of God and stand on those truths and live those truths and listen to when the Holy Spirit says, AJ, or insert your name here, blank, shut your mouth, move on, scroll past that. And why I say scroll past that is because we are in a social media age, you guys. We are in an age where we are literally flipping through a we're flipping through a, a news feed, as, as they call it, and we're seeing things that irritate us. 
in that in that moment, in that very second, in that very instance, we have the choice between reacting in all of our flesh. So, so just let me be clear, you guys. I am talking about this because I have dealt with it. I'm talking about this because I am convicted of it. Because when I scroll through, scroll through a Facebook feed or Twitter or whatever else, and I see something that I don't agree with, or I see something that I know is wrong, the first initial gut reaction, that first initial knee jerk, that first initial action before thought is not God. That first initial action is your flesh. When you want to be right, when you just want to sock it to that person. And I have done that many times, time and time again. There are also going to be people that use the Bible to make points. Also guilty. But that is not what the sword of truth is for. It's not to be going around and stabbing everybody to make a point by stabbing them with the point. It's not meant for you to bring a scripture up and interpret a scripture so you can win a battle and say, yeah, I did that for God. But who are you really doing it for in that moment? Who are you really serving in that moment? I'm going to say 10 out of 10 times, it's yourself. And 10 out of 10 times when you're reacting in flesh and you're saying that it's God, that is religion. That is you being completely religious. That is me being completely religious in that moment. That is me using God as a crutch just to be right. So that is me concealing inside me a discord based on what I feel is true. Regardless if it is or not, you have to understand that we have differing views. Everybody's going to have differing views. Somebody's right, somebody's wrong. But if we're constantly fighting each other, and I'm talking about the church, I'm talking about the body of Christ, why are we fighting each other when we're supposed to be of one accord? How are we supposed to walk forward when the foot and the leg are arguing? When the leg wants to go one way, but the foot stays planted because it's like, nope, I'm not going to agree with that. We're not always going to agree on every little thing, but what we do have to realize is right now in this age, we are literally fighting brother against sister, son against we're son against father, mother against daughter. We're fighting each other tooth and nail over what? Over differing views, over wanting to be right? Well, is that really right? That's where we need to do. So are we going to conceal and carry the word of God and stand on what he says on the rock? Are we going to build our foundation on the rock? Or are we going to want to get our point across so badly that we're going to build this foundation in the sand and we're going to sink every time that storm comes through, every time a high tide comes through, every time something comes through, that sand is going to sink and you're going to lose everything, including the soul that you were trying to just 
be right to. You were literally just trying to make a point and your point lost the soul. Because we're supposed to be reflection of Christ, right? We're supposed to be the light and the love. But instead, we are literally planting seeds of discord. Do I think you're right? No, probably not. But do I have to go in such a way that is going to tear you down and, 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 bring, and, and bring you to a point where you're like, well, if that's what Christ is about, then why would I want anything to do with that? Why would I want anything to do with that? Is that how the people that follow this, this, this so-called light, is that what light looks like? Because I don't want to be light. I'm just fine in the dark. I'm just fine sitting in the shadow. You have to understand, you guys, as followers of Christ, we have a responsibility. We have a, a responsibility to educate the people around us. But our biggest responsibility is love, is to show love in everything that we do. And we're going to fail. If you're listening to this right now, and you think that you haven't failed at loving somebody, you're lying to yourself. There are so many times that I have reacted in certain ways where it does not come off in love at all, where it comes off in complete flesh. And the thing is, when you're in the middle of flesh, it's like feeding a wolf. It's like feeding into sin. This is a conversation me and my brother had the other day. There are two wolves. One is this ravenous little, like, ribs showing, snarling, foaming at the mouth, having rabies, just trying to snip at you every chance they get or, or, or nourish itself in any way that it can. And then the other one is a wolf of understanding, is a wolf of peace. It, it is God. It is the Alpha and the Omega all in one. And literally... Unless we feed that ravenous wolf, unless we do what it wants, unless we say what it wants, because what we're doing is we're feeding it. And when we feed that ravenous wolf, that wolf gets stronger. And then he's able to stick around more. But the alpha and omega wolf is literally sitting there looking down at the ravenous wolf and he knows that his time is almost up. But every time we do something that goes against what God put us here to do and we, we blatantly sin, we are feeding that wolf because make no mistake, that wolf is sin. So every time we go into that and we do things that we know we're not supposed to do, we are feeding that sin. We are nourishing that sin. We are allowing that sin to live longer than it has to. We are doing that. You are doing that. I am doing that. Just make no mistake. Concealing and carrying the truth and walking in love and showing people the love of Christ is a conscious decision. It is something that does not go by idly. It is not something that just happens. It is a decision to follow what Christ wants us to do. Also know this. As a follower of Christ, you know that being a Christian 
does not mean that your problems are over. Once you once you make the choice to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, it does not exempt you from any kind of pain. Look at the story of Job. Satan went to God. Satan went to God. And it was not Satan that brought up Job. It was God that brought up Job. Look at my servant Job. And Satan... He, he, God allows... Understand that if we give Satan the, the credit and the authority, that's when we come and do a problem because he's not. We are in... We are all royalty. You are kings. You are queens. King, The king of kings is our father. And we are so concerned with the person that is sweeping up the master hall. And he's a very good sweeper, you guys. He keeps everything really clean. But he's got anger and discord and hatred in his heart. He hates you. He hates me. But somehow, as kings and queens, we look down and we allow this servant to dictate our lives. We allow him to whisper in our ears and we allow him to change our minds when we know that we have the mind of Christ. Also a conscious decision in doing so. We have to choose to put on the mind of Christ. We have to think consciously to love one another. And this is being thrown around as well, you guys. I saw a post the other day. It was a picture of a billboard with a whitewashed version of Jesus wearing a mask and it said, love one another. Jesus was, is the healer. Jesus never got sick. Jesus was a rebel. Jesus would not wear the mask. And no, I'm not making this political. I am speaking truths to you. People come at you with Romans 13, 1 through 2. That we're supposed to follow man's law, the law of the land. But at what expense? What if man's law doesn't match up with God's. If if it is contrary to what God wants us to do, then it's something we shouldn't be doing, period. You guys, understand this. You can conceal hatred or you can conceal the word. You can conceal the truth. You can conceal the peace. You can conceal the light. You can conceal the love. But you can't do both at the same time. You can't serve two masters at the same time. And make no mistake... If you don't know which one you're serving, you're serving the latter.
every single time. guys we have we have to make conscious decisions every day I've talked to you so many times about this attitude of gratitude the fact that that if you're grateful you can't be any other thing and grateful at the same time and that is a very very real truth you know right now we are, we are having things taken away from us as followers of Christ. We are having the law tell us that we cannot praise and worship. We are being muzzled in this time. I can breathe. I want you to say that with me right now. Even take a deep breath. I can breathe. And you know why I can breathe? Because I know the one that gave me breath. I know the one that gave you breath. You guys, everything that that is going on right now is so very demonic. It's so far against the word of God. Yet it's playing out. Revelation. Jesus is coming back soon. The question is, are we going to have enough oil in our lamps when the bridegroom comes back? Are we going to get to that room and for him to turn around and say, I never knew you? Because that in, in and of itself is the most terrifying thing that you could ever think of. I don't want to get to heaven and for him to turn away from me and say, you didn't do what I put you there to do. You didn't say what I put you there to say. You were in the flesh. You wanted to be about yourself. You tried to put the glory upon upon yourself when you were supposed to be reflecting me. Think about that. Think about that for one second. I had a conversation today, actually, with somebody. And they told me that our sins are burned into our very soul. That is a lie. Because God doesn't see us for our sin because the blood covered all of it. It doesn't even exist because Christ died. I spoke about this on my live the other day about how how things would be so much more different if Christ hadn't died. We would literally be wearing our sin 
be deserving of death every day. But we have grace. We've been given grace. Freely given grace and it is sufficient. And it will remain sufficient. And there's nothing anybody can say or do that can change that. You guys, my best advice to you is that we really make conscious decisions to not feed the discord and feed the sin. That we trust the Alpha and Omega. That we let that ravenous wolf die off. That we understand that we do not compare ourselves to man, but we compare ourselves to Christ. We do not compare our hearts to any other when we have the heart of Christ. When we are men and women, men and women after God's own heart. We do not compare ourselves to other men and women. There is no comparison. We every single one of us is fearfully and wonderfully made. Every single one of us has a purpose. If you're listening to this right now and you're struggling with something, you have a purpose. There is a reason why you are here. Do not give up. Jesus loves you. He died for you. And the greatest thing about it is every day is new. If you have that repentive heart, we have the ability. We need no intercessor. We need no inter- intercessor. We need nobody. We don't need to go to somebody in a building, in a box, and confess our sins. We have the ability to have a direct relationship with our God if we so choose. Also a decision. Understand once again that everything I speak about is something I am either personally dealing with or I have talked to somebody that's been dealing with it or just put it this way, I'm never going to create an episode or do a live where it's not something that I've actually physically experienced or physically encountered, personally encountered. You guys, I'm feeling led to talk to someone specific right now. I don't know a name. For some reason, this this very person is really focusing on what they feel is wrong with them. Um... I don't know if it's something to do with uh, something that was solidified and rooted in your past. If you're listening to this right now, this is for you. This is what imbalance is about. This is what the Holy Spirit drives is is the ability to talk directly to you, the one that needs to hear it most. So, so listen to me and listen to my words and listen to what God has to say to you right now.
you are precious. You are my son. You are my daughter. You were not meant to have the spirit of fear. You were not meant to have any ideation. You were not meant to have a such an incredible hurt that seems to be I keep on getting this picture of of a heart that has uh, that that has roots that are that are coming up and around it and and it's trying to pump but it's it's not able to do so because the roots are getting tighter. You need to forgive whoever has wronged you. It's hard, but it will set you free when you do so. Okay? Those roots will back themselves off. That healing will begin. You listening right now will be in the beginning stages of becoming a new and free person. You will experience God's best. Not what you think is best for you. Stop focusing so much on what others have said about you and start really standing on the truth. Start concealing and start carrying the truth in your heart that you were fearfully and wonderfully made. And I'm talking to you directly. You know that I don't know who you are, but this is being completely led and I need to let you know that you are safe in his arms. There are people that are going to be coming into your life that you're going to want to push aside. That you're not going to want to trust because of what has happened in your past. Let me tell you this. You have a choice right now to consistently drink on the poison that is unforgiveness and let yourself die out little by little. Or to get on your face right now and let those tears just flow and give it to God. He wants that. Understand everybody listening right now, a relationship with God is he wants you to tell him about your pain. He wants you to tell him if you're angry with him. He wants you to tell him if you have joy. He wants you to have all those emotions and he wants to be part of it. He just wants the relationship. He already knows what you're dealing with. He's just waiting to hear from you. And I keep on hearing, my child, my child, be still. Be still in this moment. You're going to feel something in the pit of your stomach. It's going to feel like a wind. It's going to feel like the wind got knocked directly out of you. That's the Holy Spirit. Allow that healing to begin right now. In Jesus' name. Actually, let me pray for whoever this is right now. Lord, thank you so much for whoever needs to hear this right now. Lord, we we offer them to you with, with the understanding that you are going to give them that peace beyond all understanding. You are going to start that healing that has been deep-rooted within their hearts. You are going to help them get to the next place in their life. You're going to help them realize that you've been there the whole time and that all they have to do is turn around. 
that they have taken a thousand steps away from you, but they just you just want them to turn around. So whatever it's prodigal son or prodigal daughter, turn around. He's right there. He's about to he's about to hug you. He will embrace you. He will celebrate with you. Because your your healing begins in the here and now, but it's a conscious decision to do so. I don't know who hurt you, but you need to give it to God. You need to allow that person to be molded and mended by God. Understand the people that we have to forgive might not even care that we that we have that unforgiveness in our heart. They might be so far gone and their hearts are so hardened that that your unforgiveness that's been poisoning you, your nights that you stay awake and you cry yourself to sleep, the times where you look down at that bottle of pills and you have to consciously make the decision not to swallow all of them. In that moment, be still and know that he is God. Do not allow yourself to be enveloped in such a darkness that was literally ushered in by somebody else. Because unforgiveness is something that we can take care of. We can start that process. But the only way that it's going to happen is if we give it all to him. He already knows what happened. He already knows every single tear that you've cried and he will catch every single tear healing is literally just around the corner from you and I want you to know that he loves you that I love you there are people here to support you if this is you let go and let God please alright you guys thank you so much for tuning in Realize the whole point of this episode was was a message that I am given just in the moment to conceal and to carry. Conceal and carry the word of God in your mind, your heart, and your soul and stand on that truth every chance you get because nothing can come against the word of truth. Nothing can come against God. The only way that we can allow lies to become our truths is if we believe them, as if we allow them to root. And right now I am saying that I rebuke those lies in Jesus' name. I come as your brother on your behalf and I rebuke them in Jesus' name. And they will dissipate and they will be decimated. And God has you in the palm of his hand. And he is proud of you. He is proud of every single step that you have taken. He's reaching out right now. You took your eyes off of him and you began to sink, but grab onto the hand and let him lift you up because you can breathe. You absolutely can breathe because he gave you breath, because he gave you life. And anything else short of that doesn't matter to begin with. Thank you so much, you guys. Season 2, Episode 3, Conceal and Carry, Imbalance Podcast Radio, your home for unscripted, transparent, relevant, and relatable truth. I love every single one of you. 
God bless.